Welcome to our program, Witness of His Light, one more time. Thank you for listening in. I want to just begin by praying over the listeners as we get into God's Word today. Hallelujah for that song, Where the Soul of Man Never Dies. Where the Soul of Man Never Dies. Lord, I want to just pray for every listener right now, Lord, that you would speak to their hearts, that you would open their eyes and ears to receive what you have for them today. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Well, here we are once again. Coming straight out of God's word. Psalms 49. Hear this, all peoples. Give ear, all inhabitants of the world. Both low and high, rich and poor, together, listen. My mouth shall speak wisdom, and the meditation of the of my heart shall give understanding. I will incline my ear to a proverb, 
I will disclose my dark sayings on the harp. Why should I fear in the days of evil, when the iniquity at my heels surrounds me, who trusts those who trust in their wealth and boast in the multitude of their riches? None of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. For redemption, for the redemption of their souls is costly, and it shall cease forever, that he should continue to live eternally and not see the pit. For he sees wise men die, likewise the fool and the senseless person perish and leave their wealth to others. Their inner thought is that their houses will last forever, their dwelling places to all generations. They call their lands after their own names. Nevertheless, man, though in honor, does not remain. He is like the beasts that perish. This is the way of those who are foolish and of their prosperity who approve their sayings. Like sheep, they are laid in the grave. Death shall feed on them. The upright shall have dominion over them in the morning, and their beauty shall be consumed in the grave. Far from their dwelling, but God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. Do not be afraid when one becomes rich, when the glory of his house is increased, for when he dies, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him, though he live, though while he lives, he blesses himself, for men will praise you when you do well for yourself. He shall go to the generation of his fathers, and they shall never see light. A man who is in honor yet does not understand is like the beasts that perish. I pray tonight that you wouldn't be that person that doesn't understand what God is talking about. The cost of salvation, the cost of redemption for your soul is costly that no all the money in the world all the gold and silver and everything in it nothing can redeem you or your brother listen and heed the words of the lord matthew 26 14 through 16 then one of the 12 called judas Iscariot went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? And that's, they're talking about Jesus. And they counted out to him 30 pieces of silver. So from that time, he sought opportunity to betray him. So 30 pieces of silver. In today's world, it's equivalent to a little bit under $200. So Jesus, the King of glory, was willing to die for your souls, to redeem you from the pit for less than $200. He was, he was betrayed for less than $200. And we seem to just not be able to comprehend the severity of what Jesus went through for us, for me, for you. For every listener, I'm astounded at people when I talk to them about the Lord. 
that they have their own ideas based on their own rationale, based on the world, based on what their parents said, based on everything except God's holy word, which is true and was inspired through God and written by man. And they find excuses, whether it be by riches or poor, to discount the Bible and discount discount what God is saying to them in these last days. Don't be that person. I want to see you there. I want to celebrate with you. I don't want you to, to, to perish in the pit, in the eternal fires of hell. I want you to live forevermore. Like the song said, where the soul of a man never dies. I was just talking to one of my sons and I was telling him, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen to me? And I really meant it. And I mean it to you tonight. What's the worst thing that could happen to me? Die? For to die is gain, the Bible says. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So if I die, it's a gain for me. I get to see Jesus. I get to see my son who passed away three years ago and all my loved ones who are in heaven right now and live forevermore. So what can man do to me? But I continue not by my own wisdom, but by the wisdom of God, by the words of God. So Isaiah 53, who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed for he shall grow up before him a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground for he has no form or comeliness and when we see him there is no beauty that we should desire him he is despised and rejected by man a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. And we're talking about our Lord Jesus as he was getting brutally beaten prior to being crucified. Surely he has borne our griefs. He understands our griefs. He's been there. He's not a God that doesn't understand you. He understands you, every bit of you. Whether you're homeless, whether you're addicted, whether you're bound by the devil, he understands. And he can set you free. He could give you a new life today if you heed the words that he speaks to you today. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, for what we did. He was bruised for what was our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was laid upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. Yes, even me. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. So as Christ lay there crucified, God the Father brought to bear the sins of the world 
upon Jesus. And he did it because he loved you and he loved me. No one did it to him. He went willingly. Because God is love. And he didn't want you to go through it. So he, he went through it. Like the father pities a son. He did it for us. He did it for you. He did it for me. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before his shears is silent. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. From the transgressions of my people he was stricken. And they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his grave and his death. Because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied by his knowledge. My righteous servant shall justify many. Yes, Jesus will justify many if you heed his words tonight. For he shall bear the iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great. And he shall divide the spoils with the strong. Because he poured out his soul unto death willingly out of love for you and me. And he bore our sin, the sin of many, and made and continues to make intercession for the transgressors, for the sinners, for the world, for those that crucified him. He interceded and he said, Father, they do not know what they do. Have mercy upon them. And he's interceding for you right now that you would receive this word in your heart, that you would receive him today. For today is a day of salvation. It's time to make a decision. Look around you. Look at the craziness that's going on in the world. This is a wake-up call. This is a second chance. This is God talking to you. All this is going on because he wants to get our attention that he is coming soon for his church. And I want you to be there when he does. The Bible says that he will come as a thief in the night. When we least expect it, he shall return for his church. And I want to ask you, would you make a decision for Christ, for Jesus today? I pray, and I also intercede that you would, that you would make that decision for him today. And if that's you, if I'm talking about you, pull over, stop what you're doing, and pray with me right now. I will give you a second. I will give you a little bit of time to get ready, to get right, to get right with God. You don't have to do anything but believe and repent and receive. That's all you have to do. And trust that Jesus crucifixion is enough 
that his shedding of his blood is enough to save you, and it is. All right, brothers and sisters, if you want to receive Jesus today as your Lord and Savior and go to heaven, pray this with me today. Heavenly Father, I come before you in Jesus' mighty name. I come to you as a sinner. I repent before you right now of all the sins that I've committed, knowing and unknowing. And I ask you to forgive me, Lord. Forgive me of all my sins, Lord. I know that I'm a sinner lost for eternity. But I also know that Jesus Christ, you gave your son, you gave your best for me to be the savior of the world. And he was crucified and he died. And on the third day, he rose again. And I ask you now, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sins. Be the savior of my life. Don't ever leave me or forsake me. Hold my hand. Be with me. Holy Spirit, fill me now from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I receive you now, Jesus, as my Savior. And I shall confess you as my Savior from today on and forever. And I shall never doubt that I am saved through the blood of Jesus, through the sacrifice that you did on the cross for me. Be the Lord and Savior of my life today, tomorrow, and forever. Come into my house. Save my family. This house is yours. It belongs to you. Everything that I have belongs to you, Lord. Save my kids. Save my husband. Save my wife. Save my family. I ask you today, come into my heart and save me, change me, and hold me forevermore. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I celebrate to you, with you. The Bible says that heaven celebrates when a sinner repents. We're all sinners. And I've repented. And I'm on my way to heaven. Don't wait. And I want to pray for you to receive from the hand of the Lord today. Heavenly Father, I pray for those that are sick. That maybe they're on terminal sickness, Lord. I pray that shall that they shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would touch them right now, Lord, with your healing touch. I pray, Lord, for those that are bound right now by Satan. Lord, I pray that you would release them down. We loosen. We loosen our brother right now. In Jesus' mighty name, you are free in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray, Lord, for those that continue to harden their hearts against you. I pray, Lord, that you would turn that heart of stone into flesh. And that they would repent and receive you before they die and find themselves lost for eternity without you. I pray, Lord, for your will to come to pass upon all people, Lord, upon this world. That your mercy lasts forever and ever and evermore. I pray that you would have mercy on the unsaved. That you would give them a chance that you would turn their hearts around. To receive you today, Lord. I pray for the mothers and fathers of people that are imprisoned 
in jail tonight, in prison, serving time. I know how that feels to be waiting for your loved one to come home, waiting for the phone call to come on the weekend. And Satan coming and bringing torment to you. And I come against torment in the name of Jesus. And I speak faith right now that, Lord, I pray that you would release faith upon your people today. Because the Bible says that we are, when we are faithless, you are faithful. Faithful and just, Lord. Send your faith over the speaker, Lord, today, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, for that drug-addicted young man, young lady, whoever it is. Lord, I pray that you would break addiction right now, that you would break the back of addiction, no matter what it is, and that they would go home to their parents, Lord. No withdrawals. No wanting it ever again, Lord, that you would break addiction right now and that they would come home i pray for every runaway that has left home and the parents are home and they haven't heard from you and for so long pick up that phone call them they love you they miss you no matter what the devil says he is a liar and the father of lies he wants to kill you destroy you he wants to keep you all from walking in the plan and the purpose that God has for you. You might say to yourself, I don't have anything to give. God doesn't want me. He doesn't have a plan and a purpose for my life. And I will tell you that that's the biggest lie the devil ever said. God does love you. He loved you so much that he died on the cross with his arms open to receive you. And he received you today. And he has a plan and a purpose for you, no matter what it is. I come against the spirit of suicide right now. And I command the spirit of suicide to loosen that grip upon people right now. I come against mind-binding, confusing demons that are upon people today to loose them and let them go. And I speak, Holy Spirit, they shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Hear me, people, today, tonight. God loves you. He wants you. That's all he ever wanted was that you would love him back. Maybe you feel like you've never been loved, like nobody's ever cared for you or loved you. I'm here to tell you tonight that Jesus loves you. Jesus cares about you. You've tried everything. Drug, money, sex but you're empty because you're a created being to have fellowship with God Almighty, with Jesus. That is why I have made a decision to follow Jesus no matter what. Even when my son died three years ago, I was shaken because I had said those words like Peter, Lord, Lord, I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. I will be right there with you, Lord, even if I have to die. And when I heard the news that my son, my firstborn son had died, I wanted to die. I was tormented for a year. 
But God is faithful and just, merciful and loving. And he picked me up. And he stood me up. And he hugged me. And he loved me. And he restored me. And I'm here to do his will, to speak for him. You might say, I don't go to church because all they want is money. This is made up. They just get rich. Well, I'm talking to you right now, brother. And I have to pay for this program. And I don't have anybody that gives me anything. And I don't want anybody to give me anything. Because I want the Lord to bless me when I go home to be with him. I want to be a champion for Christ. Don't you? Don't you want to go forth? He gave us a mission. Preach the gospel. Go forth, preach the gospel. And that's what we do here. We preach the gospel. The last thing that I leave you with is this. I bless you now, each and every one of you, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I pray that God himself will be with you right now to touch you, to give you the miracle that you've been looking for so bad. Even though I didn't get my miracle, my son to be here right now, I know that I will have it in heaven. See, the devil tried to paint the picture that, ha, huh, look, your son died. You'll never have your miracle of seeing him again. But you know what? I changed my view. Yes, Satan, you're right. I won't see him on this earth. But I will see him again. In the presence of the Lord. In heaven. In the mansion that he is building right now. For each and every one of us. And I bless you today. And I ask you. And I encourage you. To stir yourself up. With your most holiest faith. No matter what you're going through. You're going to get through it in Jesus' mighty name. You're going to get through it. You're going to be blessed. You're going to live. You're not going to die. You're going to preach the gospel. You're going to bring others to Jesus. I believe that. Be changed in Jesus' name. Once again, good night. God bless. And I love you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Good night.